What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's edition of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Terrence. What's up? So, we're going to get right into this, because um, it is now officially a week since Mass Effect Andromeda's release, and uh, I've played about almost 20 hours mm. so far in a week's time. Micah, how, how, how far are you in, time-wise? Oh, God. I was just playing it, and I, I don't remember how far I've been in, because um, it's like an echo chamber, you know? You just kind of lose track of time. Right. Uh, so, look, man. Dude, I, I'm all I, in. Listen, I got to tell you, bad, bad first impression because the story <coughs> was a little disjointed. To, to, they, they had to rush to get you to get you where you needed to get to at the very beginning yeah. of the game, and that was a little, it's a little weird, a little off putting. But once you once you do that, and what, basically once you set foot on like the next planet, it's it becomes Mass Effect Inquisition. Yes, and I'm all about it. I'm yes. all about it. I fucking love this game. People on the internet have lost their minds. If if you're being hypercritical about this game because think, of Bioware stuff, I think um, I I firmly believe that one some of the negative press came from um, people still salty about Mass Effect Three for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, and 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 this is why we don't review games on this show because I'm a firm believer that you have to finish a game before you can fully review it. Mm-hmm. And if you just kind of and I'm not saying major outlets did it. I don't know what the hell the major outlets did, but uh, people who have their immediate reaction, like they played the first couple of hours and mm-hmm. it was something different, and people don't like change. And and they're just like, well, fuck this. No, the whole thing is bad. Like, no, it's not. It, like you said, it, it it's rocky. Well, so and and here's the thing. So I can I can simultaneously agree that the game, like, so most it, it's got like what a seventy five or something thereabouts on on Metacritic, and it's getting mostly between sevens and eights from most outlets. I actually agree with that score because the game does do a lot of dumb things from a design standpoint that it's just kind of head scratching that games still do that mm-hmm. at this day and age, but that doesn't impede my enjoyment of the game. Like I'm in, I'm enjoying exploring. I'm enjoying like, like the biggest issue I had with dragon age inquisition is that the side quests or the most of the side quests, I should say field felt really disjointed from the main plot. They just felt like errands more so. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like that. These, the side quests in this game are any less, Arendy, but a lot of them tie into what's going on a little bit more simply because it fits the plot a little bit better because you're essentially running around these planets trying to make them more hospitable for for human beings to to populate. Yeah, essentially. So yeah. is that what you do in the game? Like exactly what do you do in this game? Because I don't know anything about it, honestly. You like, go from. The- all right. So here's the plot, right? Um, people were in, in the, in the regular Mass Effect timeline, uh, there was a group of people who call themselves the initiative. They, they decide that they want to explore the galaxy and they're going to leave their families and leave everything in that first Mass Effect timeline to jump to a new galaxy. So they're going to go, uh, to another galaxy a la passengers with, with, uh, Star Lord and, um, uh, Mystique. 
right? Okay. And they're in cryosleep until they reach their destination, which is 650 some odd years away. Um, 650 years later, um, uh, a few, a few, uh, some people have already been there for a year. Uh, your character finally wakes up and you are the pathfinder, the chosen one. You are the, you are the cartographer and you have to go out, find and investigate worlds to inhabit so that you can create new earths to live on. And, um, and that's and your goal. And basically when you get there, you find that the planets, as you had researched them before the expedition started, were not quite as they were 600 years ago. Like some shit, some shit has happened. And, and it's basically, and, and along with colonizing the planets, you are also trying to kind of investigate like what happened in this galaxy that, that made things change so much. Yeah. So when you land on a planet, is it just like desolate? Sort of, sort of, there's also some very strange, um, like weather anomalies that I don't want to go any deeper than that because that kind of starts to dive into the, the nuts and bolts of the plot essentially. But, but the planets as they stand are not habitable by like by regular life forms essentially. So part of what you're doing is you're changing that you're finding ways to clear them up and to, you know, to, to create outposts and things of that nature. Um, and part of it's dealing with this, like, like the, the main enemy in the game is this species called the Ket. And I'm not far enough in the game to really know who or what they are. I have some theories, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not far enough in the game to know for sure who or what they are. But they're basically, the Ket is kind of like, um, what would you liken them to from the I'm first series, think, Micah? I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a Star Trek analogy mm-hmm. because this game is Star Trek, right? I mean, they're so kind of, they're kind of Klingon y in, in a way. I guess that's, they're a little, they're a little Klingon y, but, but, um, I always equate the Krogan to Klingons mm-hmm. just because they are very, very warlike. Whereas these people, I don't think they're warlike. They're just like, I, I don't have too much experience plot wise with them. Like they're just things that don't like us and we don't. And, and so they shoot at us mm-hmm. and we shoot back because fuck you. You're not going to shoot at me, but it's, um, but the things that like it, it feels while, while it still is mass effect, it does feel like a completely different series in a lot of ways. First of all, the characters are very different. Um, and part of that is because you're getting out of this like military vibe that you had from the first trilogy and your guy and your guy, the pathfinder rider um, or gal, depending on how you're playing it has a lot more personality than Shepard did. And, and part of it, I thought I was going to be apprehensive about them getting rid of Paragon and renegade. Cause that's kind of what makes mass effect mass effect, right? Is, is you have that, that 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 those two choices i actually have found that with this character at least i do definitely prefer the emotive system that they introduced in dragon age where when you respond to someone you usually have four choices and it's like an emotional response or a professional response or like a sarcastic response and and you you can kind of flesh out your character's personality a little bit more i feel like in this one than you could with shepherd yeah and it it also helps that um i'm playing a male rider and uh, it also helps that the male, well, both of them, but the male rider, um, in comparison to Shepard, the male rider has like emotions, like he can, like he knows how to act, 
Like he has pitch and tone and, and, um, he's not, he doesn't just sound like this. Like, uh, uh, okay. Like this is my favorite store in the Citadel. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't sound like a fucking robot. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, man, like I'm, I'm all in, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sucked into it. Um, uh, I, I was on, it's like, it's like, um, so the first planet, right? You played uh, a little bit of Dragon Age Inquisition, right, Terrence? Yes, I did. The, the first, you know, the hinterlands, the first area you go to. Uh, yeah, I do remember that quite and, well. Um, so, because <laughs> you're in there for you fifteen hours, right? <laughs> right, yeah. like the first planet you go to, it's kind of like that, right? Like you, you land and you see these little things populate the area, and then you. Advance the plot a little more, and then you. Uh, I heard someone uh, equate liberating the, the the doing the main thing that you have to do on these planets. Mm-hmm. I heard someone equated to like turning on an air conditioner. So you turn <laughs> on the air conditioner. For for, the, for me, it's more it's more the alien machine in Total Recall, essentially. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and and the planet it should be viable enough, but then everything else opens up, and there's a bunch of little like there's a bunch more shit to do and then you upgrade your your mako 2.0 to withstand more radiation and then you can go out further and explore more and open up this this big ass map like it's not open world but they have just a bunch of big ass maps and it's it's great man i i went to um i hopped off eos and I wanted to advance the plot a little bit more and and I wanted to fill out my crew, right? Cuz I wanted to get the, I wanted to get the last guy. Uh you can get all your crew on EOS except for one and I wanted to get the last guy, right? And so I I go and I end up on this planet and I swear to god, man, like this is Mass Effect's version of Wakanda, right? Like it's it's this beautiful planet that's got all this technology and then the dude is like a black dude, but he speaks like an African and like they remind me so much of like the black Panther of black Panther because he's like, he's kind of, he's kind of cool. Right. But he's kind of a dick. He's kind of snobbish and he keeps referring to you as aliens. Like, but technically it's, it's the right term, but the way he says it, it kind of comes off like a pejorative. Like the dude is cool, man, and I I like my I like my crew members, man. Like I I was I was a little apprehensive, you know, but I like I like um, Jaw. I like I like uh, Drac. Drac is just Drac is just a Krogan. He's just like your old granddad Krogan, you know. <laughs> um, Phoebe or PB doesn't get on my nerves. Like I, I oh, really no. thought she was going to get it's on it's my fu- nerves. It's funny with her. Like with her, like she did annoy me at first because the way she enters into the game, enters into the yeah. picture is very abrasive, but she yeah. kind of grows on you. Like she the does, more you talk man. to her, she does. Um, your, uh, your, your Torian, uh, chick, uh, she's not annoying. She's not, she doesn't have a lot of, personality at least not yet but she's not annoying and even liam liam doesn't suck like i thought liam was gonna stink like i thought he was gonna be my new uh caden but he doesn't and uh cora cora is 
Cora reminds me of Shepard. Like she's just all military, you know. And um, but I like my crew, man. I'm I'm happy with the six people they give you. Um, I'm happy with the way you can switch powers on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, I I I really do. Again, something that I was worried about, but it actually is great because basically, Terrence, you can kind of you can you can dump points into any of the any of the different like they're they're still biotic tech and and combat profiles, but you can dump points into them at will. And essentially as you as you dump a number of points into each category, that's what unlocks like infiltrator and soldier and vanguard and stuff like that, which give you stat boosts. Um but you can equip any three powers that you want and then you can and associate it with a profile and then you can save that profile into one of four like favorite slots so you can literally switch between like what powers you have available on the fly based on the situation that you find yourself in which is pretty neat so you so say wait so you can have four different profiles and you can switch whenever you want yep yeah but what about the the uh, the powers that you allocate, or the points that you allocate to each particular? Power they they, st- they stay on there because you you need the points to to unlock the powers and to level them up. So okay, they so whatever points you gain, you can like okay, create this particular profile. But if you have a second profile, do you respec and just? create no. another profile or? no it just they they just exist side by side because you get you get enough stat points that you can really like like obviously when the game first starts you're probably going to specialize just in one or two of right. the three types but later in the game like once you've kind of maxed out those powers to your liking yeah you can start like like for me like i'm doing mostly combat and tech powers but maybe later in the game i'll be like you know what? i'll start i'll start checking out biotics a little bit and, and playing around with those that's exactly what I do, Brad. That's the goddamn it, Brad. <laughs> why are you the Bacardi to my cola? Why why are you the goddamn JBL to my to my uh Farouk? I, I, I do the same thing, right? I I started with um soldier powers because concussive shot is fucking awesome. And um and tech powers. And then because I like to I like to freeze people and then shoot them with concussive shot. And um then I said, you know what? Let me uh I'm just kind of fucking around here. Let me let me put some points into biotics, and then I make a biotic profile. And the thing is, you can make like the the you can have four different profiles with any combination of three powers, and the profiles, like Brad said, give you stat bonuses. So if for for whatever reason you want to go, you can have a biotic power, uh, a tech power, and a combat power. And you can make that profile a soldier, and because the soldier gives you certain health boosts or what, damage know, boosts, that stuff like damage that. Damage boosts, right? Or you could take those same three powers and make it a and make it yourself an infiltrator or whatever, and that get, and that that will boost your tech power. Like it's it's an amazing amount of of uh, customization for this for this game. Like you can play it any way you want. Like that's you can get and you can get kind of creative. Like that's cool, man. The only thing that I really wish you could do is I really I really wish you could um tell your squad what powers that they can use so that you can combine uh your powers a little easier. Cuz right now I'm just kind of lucking up. You know, if I happen to freeze somebody 
and uh, Liam throws a a grenade to blow that frozen statue up, then you know, okay, there it is. But yeah, and I see, wish you and, could. I wish you could do that. And see, I don't even mind that, just because I feel like that it's it's a fair trade off to not have that stuff. Given the other addition that combat has, which is this whole verticality aspect, which was not present in any of the games, which can be pretty fucking fun sometimes, too. Oh, man. Like, it's, it's, you get into some firefights, man, especially if you're in, like, like I got into this one firefight. I'm doing this quest, right? Where eventually you'll <clears> have <throat> to fight, uh, uh, Dr. Octopus's fucking arms because they're like underneath some sand and shit. And they're like, fucking, they saw the movie Tremors and was like, ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and they start attacking you. And there are areas where it's like, there are areas where there is cover, but you can't like, this isn't gears, right? You can't just kind of like mm-hmm. hunker down. Not, not and, unless you have a barricade, sir. Right. Oh, you know what? I don't have a barricade. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do that, man. <laughs> make your make your own cover. That yeah, man. Cause, oh, that. Mm, mm, God damn it! I kind of want to fucking play that shit now. <laughs> God damn it! Because I'm sitting around like I'm sitting around trying to trying to hide, you know, and I'm getting and they're hitting me from above, so I got to move, and then they they summon enemies around you. So it's like like the firefights can get kind of hectic, man, especially if you're in a very open area. So you have to take advantage of the mobility and the uh, uh, and the verticality of it. Like I've I've jumped out of the way of combat and dodged all this more times than I can count, man. Like, but it it makes it fun. Like it's kind of hectic. Uh, you know what's fun? fun man. Fighting fighting a fiend when you have no ammo on your person whatsoever. <laughs> Because I did that the other day. I was out of fucking, out of ammo, which, which, Terry, it's not hard to find ammo because there's like ammo caches everywhere that you can instantly fill up, essentially. Mm-hmm. But if you get, if you go through a couple firefights and those firefights are just like small encampments that don't happen to have those ammo caches, you can, you can run out of ammunition really fucking quick. So this giant fiend came along. So I'm sitting here fucking running away from the entire time just using my tech power, like my, like my offensive powers that I had while the rest of my squad. <laughs> Was uh, <laughs> was going to work on this thing, but that shit was fun, man. Like, like it's they they do a good job of of really getting like it's it it does really feel like Star Trek. Like like the other Mass Effect almost felt kind of Star Warsy. Like the original trilogy was much more akin to like a Star Wars. This is totally Star Trek with you know yeah. weird species that you're discovering and 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 shit like that. And even they even do the Star Trek thing where um. And this is an early spoiler, so don't don't uh, don't knock me for this. Like like basically, Cora is like Spock, essentially, and you're like fucking Captain Kirk, who yeah. in the new movie, like she actually she's actually the second in command, but she gets passed over because your 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 um your father kind of bequeaths the Pathfinder mantle onto you, um before something happens to him in the story, and she's kind of salty about it when you first uh when you first yeah. talk to her. Yeah, man. About that, so like it's it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun, man. It really is, and um, I I just can't believe I can't believe like like just um like what a difference just like getting through that first couple of hours makes mm-hmm. uh for this game to really kind of open up and and you start to talk to people and you 
And like, I'm back into it, man. Like, like I was talking to someone about, uh, you know, cause they give you recaps and stuff like that. And in, in case you didn't know, and you know, it brought back memories of like, oh yeah, that's right. Like the Krogan are fucking pissed because of the genophage and they're pissed at the Salarians because they made it. They're pissed at the Torians because they implemented it. Like, like this world is so interesting to me that, uh, I, f- I fucking love this game, man. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So would you, rec- after playing it for however many hours, would you recommend I play it? You didn't recommend it last week. Oh, man. You didn't play Dragon Age Inquisition, though. See, That game was you, fucking boring. Then you might... I don't find... I didn't find that game boring, but if you found that game boring, you're not going to want to play this then. I guarantee you. I mean, that's the thing is like, is, is, does, does the, does the appeal of doing side missions that are similar where you're going around this one map area doing these small, these small things sound appealing to you? Then yeah, then you might like it. If, if anything, just cause the themes look better. I mean, and they do have those side quests that do have like the, these multiple chains. And actually there's one that's early in the game where you're basically trying to find evidence to exonerate this one guy. And then you find it, but it's not quite the evidence that you think it is. And and because they like they send you a number of different directions with this one side quest. And and this was also the first time that I had like the five minute decision in Mass Effect where they give you the yeah. two choices. Yeah. And you're just like, shit, I don't know which one to pick because I know no matter what I do, this shit's going to come back to bite me in the ass. Uh, yeah. At some point. I uh, I let that person go. I did, too. Oh, of course you did. I was uh, I was upset they didn't give me a third option for the crime he actually did commit. Right, but, uh, right. <laughs> but such is the way. But I, like I said, I love I love the uh, I love the I love the quest that chain off, and I love I also love when you find this evidence. Like you're, it's it's a it's a data file, and you're listening to it, and like you listen to the first half of it, and like you think the dude is like you think the the conclusion that you drew beforehand was proven, and then you listen to the second half of it, and you're just like. Shit. <laughs> now, now what? <laughs> now, of course, those are a little bit fewer and far between. Like most of it is of the, you know, go to this place and kill these guys and then go to this other place and kill these guys variety. But the combat is so much fun. Like, I, I think that's the one thing that does help it is the combat is so much fun in the game that it, it does make those more mundane side missions a little bit more palatable. And some um, of them are some of them are that mundane, man, like that tremors thing. Like, that's a side quest, man. Like, you have to fight this gigantic, like, 50-foot-tall tentacle robot, and that's a side quest. Like, that's not, like, some major thing. Like, you can totally miss that. You know what I mean? Like, I would have missed it if I wasn't such a goddamn completionist. <laughs> and um, and that's no, like, that's no, like, easy fight. Like, it feels like a, like a regular side quest because you got to go to one place and do something. Then you go to another place... And someone gives you the option to do either A or B. Uh, A is the thing you were supposed to do. B kind of con- contradicts it a little bit. So you so you have to make that choice. And then you go to another place. And then, oh, shit. Like, here's this giant fucking boss. Like, it, it, I, I, yo, this game is fucking great, man. Yeah. It's been, I, I, it's I just been a lot of fun. It's 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 a ton of fun, man. It's a ton of fun. And look, if you are, I, I still see people on my timeline posting shit about the uh, 
Posting stuff about um, yeah, get get out of here with that shit. Yeah, man. For, like, first that. of all, first of all, I haven't encountered it. I haven't encountered any major fuck ups that are anything outside of well, it's Bioware. You know what I mean? Like like literally, right. not a single one. Right. Um. Now part of that is probably because of the patch that they did. Um. Maybe you know a couple hours before the game released. But guess what? Like that's what they're supposed to do. And, and, and I mean, if you're still harping on that. And you then, and you're gonna deny yourself the possibility of of uh, an experience that you would like. Well, fuck you, then, man. I hope you never play it. I hope you. I hope your machine uh, fucking breaks, and you don't get to play shit. <laughs> you bastard! Don't be talking about my Mass Effect like that, man. I feel bad for even. I feel bad for even doubting Mass Effect. I feel. Ba- I feel bad. I feel like a bastard. And I would like to formally apologize to Mass Effect Andromeda for ever, ever letting a shred of doubt enter my mind. Like, yeah, it took a minute for you to blossom, but you did. You blossomed into the beautiful flower that I knew you would be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I bought a new TV just to play this game I was so happy about. Is that what that's 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 that's, what you're gonna go with? That's that's a convenient excuse, but okay. (laughs) Very convenient excuse. Um, Oh, I I know the story. (laughs) Oh, I I don't. So I'm I'm curious to know the story. That we'll have to save that one for uh for offline probably. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Real quick before we move on, I did also play a little bit of Elder Scrolls Legends. Um. This is the Elder Scrolls card game, digital card game. Uh, that they talked about last year at E3, if I recall correctly. Um, look, man, this thing is so fucking Hearthstone, it is not even funny. Like, like they took <laughs> everything from Hearthstone that they could. It's e- to the point where you have like the battlefield and you have the, 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 uh, resource that goes up by one every single turn. And it's, it's, it's very, very similar to Hearthstone. Um, the things that it does a little bit differently is that now instead of um, just one battlefield, the battlefield is actually divided into two lanes, and characters that are in one lane can only attack characters that are in the same lane um, as them, which leads to some more interesting tactical choices in the battles. Um, there's also a regular story mode in the game, which you can go through, which is kind of similar to the adventures they have in Hearthstone, but it's a little more fleshed out. Um, they have the ability to upgrade cards in the games. So, like as you're going through the story mode, you'll get rewards um, that allow you to make cards that are in your deck better, or you can actually choose between different versions of them. It's so, like when you upgrade it, you have to choose one of two choices that upgrades them differently. Um, it's cool if you like Hearthstone. Um, it's worth at least trying for free. Um, I don't think this is going to replace Hearthstone for me. I think Hearthstone just has a just has kind of like a je ne sais quoi about it that. Elder Scrolls Legends doesn't quite capture, uh, but it's something that, that you can try for an hour for free. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it doesn't have, I don't know, Hearthstone just has that Blizzard flavor to it, and Elder Scrolls just seems kind of banal, and it, that, it just doesn't do it for me in the same regard. I'm, the, I'm um, a, sorry, go ahead. The Elder Scrolls series, like, I get that people like it and all, but it seems very like generic fantasy to me. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it very much is. Like it doesn't seem like it has has any personality, you know? 
And so. that that lack of personality definitely shines through in this uh, <laughs> in this game for sure. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's 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 okay. But I'm I'm gonna stick with uh, I'm gonna stick with Hearthstone for sure. So, Excellent. but there's that. Cool. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on after that uh, thirty minute discuss the thirty minute love gushing about uh, about Mass Effect. That's um, about how, how long I last. Make sure you go to the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium to sign up for premium content if you've not done it yet, just like Gerard, Patrick, and Edward did last week. Uh, you, there's over 200 hours of premium content already for you to listen to, with more being added every single week. That gets you access to the Look Forward political podcast, the airing of grievances, No Time to Bleed, and the Men with the Golden Tongue. So again, that's the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium. It's only 5 bucks a month or $50 if you sign up for the whole year. Do it today if you have not done it yet. Um, new releases. There's actually a pretty busy week as far as new games coming out. Um, MLB 17, the show, is releasing, of course, exclusively for the PS4. And the dumb bastard child, RBI Baseball 17, is coming out as well. So Dude, Why the fuck do they still make that? Uh, because people on Xbox that are desperate buy it. Because it's all they got. It's all they can choose from. Uh because Square hasn't made a game that they couldn't sell you five times, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 and 2.5 Remix comes out on the PS4. So in case you missed that on PS3, or even if you didn't, you can buy it again on the PS4. Um, Has Been Heroes, which is a new MOBA, or sorry, not MOBA, roguelike game that's coming out, uh, releases this week as well. And then Vikings, Wolves of Midgard, a Viking game, uh, releases also. So... For digital, let's get the good stuff out of the way first. So Mass Effect, or Mass Effect, Jesus Christ, Xbox has their <laughs> games with gold this month. And uh, I would say 75% success rate, and really 100% if you consider that one of the games is finally reduced to the correct price that you want to pay <laughs> for it. So the, so the first one, the entire month of April, Rise, uh, Rise Son of Rome, the titular... Uh, date launch title that came out on the Xbox One finally gets reduced to its proper price of free from 1999 because <laughs> that is the price that you should pay for that game. Uh, for the second it's, half it's of the month, it's worth ten bucks. It's worth zero dollars, and you can play it for zero dollars. It's it's five hours of of lots of people dying in really gruesome ways. So <laughs> there you go. I had no problem with that. It, it was it was fine. It just wasn't worth sixty dollars. Um, no. Back half of the month and into May, Walking Dead Season 2 from Telltale Games will be available for free. Um, on the Xbox 360 side of things, first half of the month, you have Darksiders for free. Uh, very good game. If you have not ever played it, this might be a good time to check that out. And then the second half of the month, uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations available for free. And, of course, both of the games will now be backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even going to talk about the other digital releases because aside from Rain World, which is a game that a very fine looking puzzle platform game that came out, uh, everything else kind of looked like uh, kind of looked like bullshit. They're releasing a new version of ABP guys or APB. Remember what? that? Remember that GTA I, I, knock, knockoff game from six years ago? Yeah, they're releasing a. Wait a minute! <laughs> I have APB on Xbox One for free. It's free to play. Is that well, what this is? Uh, yes, I believe. Yeah, it's been, it, it has been out on Xbox um, One for a little bit, as, as okay. I understand it. 
this is the MMO. It's like, not good. Auto, right? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Uh, is this a Noxema? What the fuck is this? A, no- a-, a Noxemia? It's a story-driven undersea adventure. Fine, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Faded the Silent Oath, which is a VR Vikings game. Uh, Heroes of the Monkey Tavern, which is apparently about monkeys in a bar. I don't know because they didn't have a good description. Um, a game that, just by looking at the cover alone, should want, should make you desire to buy it. Horse Racing 2016, finally coming out. Look, Just look at that cover, guys. Just look at it. If, if that doesn't scream top dollar production then quite frankly you must not have eyes oh come on yeah <laughs> what is this uh, another I great to, the, i don't see the cover let's go to images images second image god damn that's a ps4 and xbox one game guys god heads up this looks like that shit that you like you ever been in a liquor store yep <laughs> you see the horse racing game in the corner with the old man sitting there playing a the horse racing game. You know, another like. another great uh, another great icon to peruse in the old digital marketplace is old time hockey. Another uh, another inch to buy just from cover alone, just by its sight unseen. I need to um, stop this dumb shit. I also have to mention Punch Club, um, which is described in the description as boxing management tycoon because that's. A concept that sounds like fun. Only Don King could have asked for, probably. Right. Well, I would have to a, imagine a New York guy who knows how to fight and just take advantage of him. Well, the best part is, is that on the cover, um, Little Mac, or a guy that looks like Little Mac, is about to box a crocodile that is cosplaying as a teenage mutant, mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, what there's, the fuck is there's, that? There's a sentence that I never. Uh, that I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Come on, what is this? this I is need ridiculous. to see. I need to see video. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Holy and shit! Why is there a cat in that image? All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm too through with this. Oh, those are your. Uh, I'm assuming dude's father gets shot in the chest. Uh, well, that's certainly a variation on the old. Yeah, that's uh, look at like if you look at the intro. This dude just literally gets shot in the chest in the first two seconds. In the street, it looks like like a Charles Bronson movie. He's starting to do push-ups, and he's training in the gym. What the fuck? If you're if you're gonna do a boxing promotion movie, I think the only or video game, I think the only one you can do is is like Homer Simpson's hobo boxing. I think that's (laughs) the. I think that would be the one to do, where you have to fight through the ranks until you get to fight Dredrick Tatum. And I imagine that, uh, much like Homer's strategy, playing that game would just be like getting hit in the fucking head. <laughs> well, there we go, though. We got our obligatory Simpsons hey, reference out of the way for this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's your new games for the week. Please just fucking keep playing Mass Effect, I guess. Or buy Kingdom Hearts for, like, the eighth time and, nah, and enjoy no. that. Play Mass Effect. It's only 50 bucks, Micah, for six, King- six Kingdom Hearts games. Holy shit. I would love for someone you know what? No, I would not love for someone to explain what the hell is going on. Play play it Never again mind. for the first time. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's it for new releases. Um as is as has kind of become customary, we're gonna save question of the week for later in the show because it has to do with one of our <laughs> news stories. 
Uh, so now we'll kick it over to Terrence with this week's headlines. Yeah, we're fucking forty minutes into the, sh- into the show, and we just now hit headlines. You know what? This this I, this, this podcast is a ninety minute show at this point. It just is. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We minimum. next week at minimum. Oh my god! Oh shit! God damn it! <laughs> oh yeah, we're about god. to go three and a half hours next week, folks. We're just yeah, just letting you know now. Ah, uh, Christ! All right. Um. First up, Microsoft is launching a new tech series of controllers because. Why what not? The fuck? Why? I guess because they they only These have motherfuckers are eighty dollars. You can kiss my ass. No, they only uh, have uh, they only have twenty different versions of the Xbox One controller on the marketplace right now. Why not? They the all do the same goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, the controller named the Recon Tech Special Edition is inspired by military technology. I don't think that's true. <laughs> what? <plastic? laughs> like I <laughs> the look? Okay, let me see B- before I shit on it. Um, the body of the controller is dark gray with a matte finish and a laser etched texture and gold colored accents like military insignia. That's the military inspiration. Okay. The horns of the controller feature a rubberized grip with a diamond pattern. All right. It's basically like their other controllers. What? They just have a fancy new design. They're actually only they're only seventy bucks. They were um the when you saw eighty dollars, they were talking about those the ones that you can customize yourself. On Microsoft's website, I still want one of those. Honestly, I, <laughs> I, I kind of want one with my fucking gamer my gamer tag on it. I, I might buy one of those. Uh, this tech series gamepad is the latest design of the Xbox One X wireless. Uh, might have the Microsoft. Did. Yes, they're just like pretty Xbox One controllers. I don't and even they, know if they're, they're pretty. Sixty nine ninety nine. I I would not want this. Like it does it doesn't look attractive to me. Is this pandering to who? To the, to the 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 weekend warriors out there who wish they were in the military, but their balls are too small. I mean, they certainly don't pander well, to no. the uh, to the actual <laughs> military. If we remember Don Matrix, uh, famous when he was talking to Jeff Keighley uh, when the uh, Xbox One was originally announced, and they're like, "What if you're in the military? Yeah, you could play 360." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this I, I don't get it. Like, it's just a black controller with gold laser etching on it. I, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. This is stupid. But it's 70 bucks, so go ahead, military folks. Buy a black and gold controller. Uh, next up, the Wi-Fi broken for an unknown number of PS4 users with 4.5 firmware update. Well, that's has this happened before? I mean, this seems like something that has happened before, like an update fucked up the Wi-Fi. That actually happened on the Xbox One when you were, um, if you were in the preview program for the mm-hmm. new uh, dashboard. That happened to me, and I opted out because you basically have a paperweight when you don't have Wi-Fi <laughs> or internet on your system or in any system. Which kind of sucks. I mean, you can still play games on it, but with no internet, <laughs> no. Uh, so that sucks. I would love to know how many like, it's with, with with issues like these because because there's such this there's such dissonance now online, and, and the same went for like the Switch stuff. Like, I I'd love to know how many people this actually truly affected. Yeah, because it seems like they a very small problem. Two hundred fifty posts. Well, two hundred and fifty posts. That's a small amount of people considering the the base. Uh, as of today, nearly two weeks later, that thread has ballooned to nearly two hundred fifty posts. Almost all of them coming from people who are running into the same issue. 
as least one person went so far as to spend $30 on a Wi-Fi extender with an Ethernet port so they could, <laughs> damn, no. Uh, so that sucks. Yeah. No internet for however long that went. What they fixed it, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, um, I haven't heard of any, any more recent stories about it. Right. Mine I never had any problems. So because we have legitimate playstations, <laughs> <laughs> not some fucking playstation. We got the real deal. Yeah. So that sucks for those people. Hopefully they fix that issue. Uh, next up, Mass Effect Andromeda reveals that all female that the all females uh, all female Asari are not in fact all females. This is not a reveal. This is people. This is people that I guess weren't paying attention for three games. So, uh, for some context, the blue chicks in Mass Effect they are called the Asari, and you find out in the first Mass Effect game that they are asexual. They don't have a gender. They don't. Uh, that when they procreate, they can procreate with any species. And the result of that procreation is another Asari. So a human can have sex with an Asari. It will, the Asari will give birth to another Asari. Um, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then this person found a conversation in, uh, just a random conversation between an Asari and, uh, an Angara, which is the, the other new race. And it says the following. The Asari says, yes, uh, yes, the gender binary of other races is irrelevant to us. The Angara says, I've been using feminine pronouns this entire time. Should I? And the Asari interrupts and says, in my case, it's fine to continue. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Some Asari prefer male pronouns, while others gravitate towards gender neutral, where language allows. The Angara says, my people have several pronouns to identify themselves with. Perhaps <laughs> I should be, I should prepare a document. The Asari says, please do. Brad, as a straight white man, mm-hmm. how can you play this game when this game is single-handedly <laughs> trying to rob you of your country? Uh, well, I mean, so far, Sean Hannity hasn't told me to stop playing Mass Effect Andromeda yet, so I don't, I don't have to stop until my lord and savior Sean Hannity tells me um, <laughs> this is this is a dumb controversy. Uh, th- sorry, a dumb faux controversy. It, it, it's been well established in the lore of the franchise that the Asari are without gender. I think I think this particular dialogue is coming to, you know, because Bioware has a reputation from dummies as being like the SJW uh, developer, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't make white people. Uh, so while Good. Brad is playing, while Ex- no, except, is, except you can, but that's you know besides the point. So while Brad is playing with his black guy with straight hair, um, <laughs> like you, the this instance is um, Bioware trying to acknowledge uh, how to address transgender people, right? Because you don't. I, I get it. I get right. it. Right. Like I get it. You get it, right? Like and that's what science fiction does, right? Like they it it <clears> uses <throat> this fantastical shit to parallel real life. And this isn't the first time a transgender character has been in a bioware game. As a matter of fact, uh Mass Effect uh Mass Effect Dragon, uh, Age. Dragon Age Inquisition had a transgender character in it. And um they use the proper pronouns. I, 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 I'm not trying to be a dick. I honestly forget which pronoun <laughs> that the uh, 
person wanted to be called, but they used the proper one. And uh, look, everybody, calm down. Like this ain't a this ain't a big deal. Stop uh, d- d- stop trying to fuck blue chicks. How about that? Stop trying to fuck blue chicks with uh with uh squid dreads. How about that? If you if you wanna you wanna you're so concerned, how about you keep your your species pure? Stop making all these goddamn sorry. <laughs> There's goddamn blue chicks running around. God damn it. I just found it I just thought it was kinda cool that Bioware uh does stuff like that to acknowledge um other people. You know what I mean? Unless they're white guys. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, we don't we don't get enough acknowledgement. Um, yeah. <laughs> Italia. Okay. Uh wait, what? Are these two different Oh, just just the dot got oh, deleted. Okay. It's a different story. So next up, Rocket League's next update delivers a new way to play the game. Oh shit! I haven't played it in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, 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 you have to try to knock the ball into a uh, like a goal that's on the that's on the playing surface itself in a hole. Yeah, so it's 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 almost kind of like golf in in some ways. Oh, what did they do before? It was like uh, nor- it's normally goals, like soccer. Like ho- soccer. So you and then they, the net. yes, well, and they have they have a basketball mode too in Rocket League that they yeah. that they debuted uh, last that was year. Kind of fun. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> there's a lot of traveling with that. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, I see. I'm looking at cars, the video now. Yeah, stop it. Just cut it out. <laughs> you don't even have a foul. kid yet. You don't get to make jokes like that. Come on. <laughs> practicing <laughs> march 22nd oh that was like last week no it was like it was like wait wait what is this? like friday uh, today's 27th will launch for rocket league on all platforms on march 22nd and it's free that's cool that rocket a lot of people really like rocket league is fun it's a very fun game i am not good at it at all oh no neither am i i am fucking terrible at it it is but it's better to play with people you know and that didn't really happen very often with me, which is why I really don't play it a lot. But it's pretty goddamn fun. It is. It's and it's infuriating also. When you play against a team of people that know what the fuck you're doing, you don't really want to play. Because they will beat the shit out of you. You don't have to play. Because online, there's though. strategy to that game. There's like legitimate strategy and shit. I don't like this dude's face. <laughs> next I see you clicked on the next story. <laughs> next story. Uh, YouTube personality Don Tron, John Tron dropped from ukulele voice role after controversy. I still don't know who this motherfucker is. I don't know and I don't we, care because he's a white we, dude uh, with a fucking chin beard and I don't like his face. We didn't music. we didn't talk about the uh, the John Tron controversy last week. For those that don't know, uh, John Jafari or John Tron as he's known online, he's a YouTube personality. He talks about games. Um, he was invited on another YouTuber's show. And they made the tragic mistake of getting into the political issues of the day. And he exposed himself as a giant, like, xenophobe, basically. Oh. Mm. Interesting. And, and because of that, um, he's now uh, being kind of ostracized by some people, including the developers of Ukulele Platonic, who he apparently had a small voice role in. And then they told him to, uh, to kick rocks. So, well, there's that. 
I still I don't know who he is, nor do I care to find out who he is. Um, he put out a he put out a statement because um, I didn't know who he was. I was like, who the fuck is this guy, and why the fuck do I care about his statement? But he put out a statement, basically trying to uh, white explain his bigotry, um, and uh, I, I I didn't like the cut of this guy's jib then, and I I don't really <laughs> like the cut of his jib now. Uh, look, I'm a firm believer in, you know, you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. And, um, you know, no one should stop you and you shouldn't be silenced. But, um, there are consequences to it. And if someone doesn't want, uh, if someone doesn't want to be associated with you because you said what you said, then, you know, that's not them silencing you. That's, that's uh them making a the right business decision like right uh, i mean i don't see what the problem is like like it's it i can't go i can't go to my job and tell my boss to go fuck himself i i'm i am within my right to do it but i can't expect to have a job after that like that like it's not hard man like if you've lived in society at all you know this <laughs> So I I just don't I just it's, don't it's just it's an, it's an interesting line to walk in this day and age just because like a lot of these guys and and look we are also someone you know a group of people who are like basically like this show like you're not I I would I would gather that most people listening to us don't listen to us specifically just to get the news in the video game world like I would imagine that most of you are listening to us because for you enjoy the the repartee and the and the banter that we have talking about this stuff so like our like our personalities are a big part of what we do and john trons i would assume is the same way but it's 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 this weird like dichotomy between in his case i guess being you know having your personality out there but also not having these crazy fucking things being said that people will land base you for i don't know it's a uh like I said, it's an interesting line to cross. I'm glad that I don't have to kind of do that <laughs> on this show, you know what I mean? Cuz uh right. it's it's you're, it's you're what we call on the right side of history. Right, right, which is a good <laughs> which is a good place to be. But uh there's another interesting article that I read about this that I didn't I didn't want to talk about on the show because like none of none of us have children that are at least aged enough to to be able to go on YouTube and be fans of these guys. But the article um, was about what do you tell your kids who might like support these guys and follow these guys about some of this stuff that they hear. And, and is it okay if kids are watching? To allow your children to, but is it okay for what? For, like, kids for like kids, for like kids to be, for kids to be exposed to that kind of rhetoric, I guess, because like, like take the PewDiePie situation. Like if you're like PewDiePie has a lot of fans who are, who are younger, like probably between like 10 and 14. And if they're just a fan of PewDiePie and then all of a sudden they were like looking at all this fucking crazy, like Nazi shit that he was doing. <coughs> My you know thing what I mean? about like that- PewDiePie is like, okay, his fan base is it like, like preteens and like 13 and under. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you're like 16 years old, and you're a fan of PewDiePie, you might be slow. <laughs> I wanted Seriously. to say that. I think you're I think you're like he's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I do like man. he's not 
He's not entertaining at all. Like, I decided to watch, like, two or three of his videos once I found out who he was. He's not funny. He's but not like, funny. He's not entertaining. Nothing about him is enjoyable at all. I don't get it. Maybe because I'm a 36-year-old black dude. Maybe that's why he he makes me... I, I want to slap him. Well, but I'll give you I'll give you the example um, the author of this article uses, um, and they were so the examples they said that they were at their girlfriend's like aunt's and uncle's house, and she they had nephews who were nine and eleven years old, and they were PewDiePie, huh? That watched PewDiePie. Yeah, or and, John Tron or whatever fucking name. Well, I one of them, and then it probably it's probably PewDiePie, and he, and the author is like out of nowhere, like they just started talking about like bashing Jews and laughing about Hitler, and what he just fuck? like like right, but that's that's the point is like you know when when PewDiePie is making jokes, like really shitty jokes about like fucking Nazis and shit like that, like kids that are that young don't know the, like they don't get yeah, it, they don't know what he's talking about, right. So, so and, that, and that's that's what the premise of the article is about. Is like, what do you what do you do when your kid's favorite personality like starts doing racist dumb shit? Essentially, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's time to have a sit down with that kid. <laughs> like, and, that's right. most pe- and that's what most people don't want to do because they're scared because they want they want to be their kid's friend. Like, you can't do that shit, man. Like, you gotta. I'm not saying you gotta you know be a dictator. I'm saying you gotta be a little bit of a dick. And you can't like, it, like it's your job to to talk to your kids about shit like that, man. Like you can't and and just cutting something out cold turkey doesn't necessarily work because especially if they're young, they're just gonna fucking rebel, <coughs> right? So, but I'm not a parent. I don't really know. But uh, if it was me, I would just have a sit down and be like, "Look, it's time to powwow." Sit uh crisscross applesauce or whatever. Now. Why do I why do I have the feeling that your dad literally used that phrase with you? Oh no, crisscross no, applesauce. Nigga, what? <laughs> no, my like, dad is my dad is a straight up old black dude. Uh Asian people are Orientals. Uh, Native <laughs> Americans are Indians. Uh, white people are fucking white people. Uh and black people are niggas. And that's that's it. Like he is an old black man. Uh, that's hilarious. Especially considering that conversation that was going on. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny, man. Terrence, uh, Terrence, and Jay. We recorded uh, two episodes of Black on Black Cinema mm-hmm. um, this past weekend, and my dad called right before we did the first episode. The which second. Would be up. Uh, no, he called before. Oh, we he called. He called, and I didn't pick up the phone, but he called before we did the first episode of Black on Black Cinema, which will be um, available this Wednesday. And between the shows, he called again. I said, all right, well, I got to pick up the phone because my dad is the type of person that if you don't call, if you don't pick up the phone, he'll call you back. He used to call, he used to call right back, <laughs> like four rings, answer machine, hang up, call right back. And, um, but he's, he's kind of chilled with that, but he called, and I'm going deaf, so I had my, my volume Nigga, up. <laughs> <laughs> so I had my volume up. And my dad has a very deep voice. Like, people, oh, you, you. No. My dad, my dad speaks like this. Like, he's, he, and you can hear every word that comes <laughs> through the phone. And 
and I'm trying to get off the phone. Like he's like, so how's TV? I'm like, oh man, it was great. Thanks for helping me again. You know, I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of a show. I'm about, we about to do another one. We we're like, trying to get come, out. He's like, I'm gonna come through when I'm finished with the show. I'm, I'm gonna come. <laughs> I'm gonna come pay you a visit and thank you in person once again for helping me. Oh, all right, all right. So you're doing a show, huh? <laughs> Yo. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the show. Yeah. So you, you, you interact with your customers? Like, they're listeners. Yes, we interact like with we, them. Yes, we interact, <laughs> with our, we interact with our customers. No, yeah, sir. We, 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 we sit in our ivory tower the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> away from the world. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he's old and black, man. Like, he don't care. Like, oh, I, yeah, I got to go. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking to you. <laughs> so <laughs> he's old and black. So, yeah. None of that crisscross applesauce bullshit in my family. Yeah, and I don't even know. I never even heard that shit until like last year. Crisscross <laughs> applesauce. I don't know what the fuck that well, means. It's about to be the title of the show. That's all I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't think that the uh, if you don't think that the image is going to be the uh, the cover of the stalwart 1991 album, crossed out. Oh, then you would be incorrect. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Uh, next up, Blizzard's dropping Battle.net branding. Oh, did I open this up? I did open this up before. Um, yeah, get used to a new logo on your desktop. Is that it? Is that the old one? Pretty. Yeah, they, it's okay. People are very upset about this for some reason. I don't understand. It's a, it's why. a logo. Yeah, Blizzard Entertainment has dumped the iconic Battle.net branding from its popular games launcher and update, which users first encountered last late last night, changed the client's icon from Battle.net logo into one just as familiar the that of the Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, that of Blizzard Entertainment. That makes sense as Blizzard first announced in September that it was transitioning away from the Battle.net name. I didn't know Battle.net still existed. Uh, over time, I, I, though, I don't know why it was ever called Battle.net to begin with. I like it always confused me as to why they just didn't. Just call it Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard. <clears throat> yeah, I'd have to look at the history of Battle.net. I used to play on something called Heat.net back in like the late 90s when uh, High Speed Internet first came out. I don't remember what the hell the name of it was. It wasn't Comcast. It was, what was it? What was the name of Comcast, like High Speed Internet, when it first came out? Do you guys remember? I don't know. I had, I had Earthlink back when I was a lad. Yeah, it wasn't Earthlink. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck was it called? I don't remember. But anyway, Battle.net is no longer whatever. Uh, doesn't bother me any. Um, Blizzard is remastering the first StarCraft and releasing the original for free. Wow. What? What is it remastering it on? Just the PC? And I would Mac? assume so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see StarCraft translating well to uh to consoles. consoles. Yeah. I mean, if you go the uh, Halo Wars route, right, you could probably pull it off. But anybody yeah. excited for this? I, uh, oh no! Are you kidding I used me? To play <laughs> StarCraft like crazy back in 1999. My my favorite part of this story is when we posted it in the or when someone or when Chris I think it was posted in the fan group. Um, Jay's like, all right, I'm gonna be a freshman in college again, and Carrie's like, yeah, I was like eight with this game. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's offensive. Jesus. <laughs> that was 17. 
Yeah, I was 18. When that game came out. This game came out. <clears throat> Were you like 14, Brad? 14, yeah. Right. I tried I tried to play this game, man. I really did. Um I that's when I found out I'm too stupid to play. <laughs> <laughs> like I got really good at StarCraft, surprisingly enough. I played the hell out of this game. And then people created maps where it was unlimited resources and then it was just all out fucking chaos. Those were fun. Giant maps. Uh yeah. So good for those people that like StarCraft and it's gonna be remastered in what, ten eighty P? Uh four K. Oh god damn. Yeah. Need to be, like <laughs> oh, all right. Damn. <laughs> so that that's that sound you heard was uh the entire country of South Korea having a collective orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Because they still play StarCraft. They do. They they fucking live off of playing StarCraft somehow. <sighs> That's funny. Uh, next up, Nintendo Super Mario Run didn't meet <laughs> didn't meet expectations. I thought it was doing like really fucking well when it came out, wasn't it? Uh, oh, apparently when it was all said and done, only five percent of the people that downloaded actually paid the uh oh the well, nine ninety nine because it was ten fucking bucks. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I still Nintendo. stand behind. I still stand by the price they uh, the price they charged. Like, I think that was still the right price to charge. But I guess the uh, I guess the marketplace disagreed. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't pay ten dollars for it. I mean, you gotta you gotta weigh the pros and cons, right? Like, I've spent. Uh, what was the last game I bought? Uh, I can't remember if it was ten bucks, but it was close to ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And um, it was from a. Um, a company that uh, did this game called Citus, which was a like a rhythm game, and um, it's called like Ariark or something like that. The the name of the company, and the game is called Implosion, and uh, it's on iOS, and I dig it. Like it's just a nice little time waster, and it's like a hack and slash on your iPhone, and that sounds ridiculous, right? But it works. <laughs> um, and I paid some money for that, and I did it because I know that company. I know they make good games, and um, it was reviewed pretty well. So I don't have a problem doing it. Just um, you know, weigh the pros and cons, man. And Super Mario Run, you know, I think that game kind of coasted on the name. Well, attempt, could, attempted to. Apparently, it didn't do very well, according yeah, to Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, I can play an endless runner. You know, any kind of endless runner. So, you know, bring something new to the table, Nintendo. You're all about innovation. Like, useless innovation. (laughs) Bring some of that useless innovation back. But. Uh, So they let you play the first level for free. After the first level, you had to pay $9.99. And you had to be online to play it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it just came out on Android last week. So maybe they'll see... A bit more of an uptick when that happens. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'll tell you whose sales never fail to meet expectations, and that's Amazon. Or more specifically, densepixels.com slash Amazon, where you can go whenever you shop on Amazon.com, because when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon, you are going to pay the same low, low price that you'd normally pay, but we get a small percentage of the sale which helps pay for things that we need to keep the show going, like hosting and equipment, things of that nature. We really appreciate everybody that uses our Amazon link 
And uh, if you don't, you should start doing it. And, and again, we always I like to occasionally make the point, it's way easier to spell densepixels.com slash Amazon than it is to spell the nerdpocalypse.com slash Amazon. And you ain't never lied. No. How about that? How about yeah, it really <laughs> is. You try to I tell still people. almost fucking fucked that up, and I spell it all the goddamn time. Right, right. exactly. Because you want to say nerd apocalypse, and then you're like, wait, it's not nerd apocalypse, it's nerd apocalypse, and then you're like, how the fuck do I spell apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> is it E S? Is it S E? I don't know. It is an I in there. I don't fucking whatever. But like I said, uh, dense pixels is easy to spell. It's the easiest show name to spell ever. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything on Amazon.com. Destiny 2 is the title of the sequel to Destiny. (laughs) 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 That's a a great headline. That's a great first sentence in in this article. Um, the news came by way of Destiny's official Twitter account, which simply posted an image of the sequel's logo. As many people have pointed out, they missed a golden opportunity to call it Destiny. No. D-E-S-2-N-Y. I'm glad that Bungie is apparently run by adults. Yeah, I'd have been a little upset if that shit said Destiny. Like fuck you, we don't, we don't need that. I'm but a big Destiny fan. Two just seems like I don't know. I guess I'm a big fine. fan of Roman numerals. I am also a fan of Roman numerals, but they because don't teach them in school anymore. So you, you know what? You're right because if you're like, what the fuck is Destiny? Is it like <laughs> the Nintendo Wii? Like, no, they need to, like, Roman numerals make things seem more epic than they are, right? Like, Destiny 2 is just like, all right, it's Destiny 2. Like, it, the title is not grabbing. Either, either that or That's don't make the two so prominent in the background. Just have it next to, just have it next to Destiny. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this giant fucking two that's taken up like like all like the entirety of the traveler. It, it makes it look like the two is going to play a major role in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. Like what the fuck? Like you see like smoke rising from the ashes and it's the two is in the like really? Well apparently okay. that's that's the that's the law lo- the last city. It's on fire. I wonder why. We'll have to wait till Destiny Two comes out. <laughs> supposedly this fall. And our uh, buddy Demetrius will have another game to play. <laughs> <laughs> because much like Jay, Demetrius just plays one game and he is a fucking master at it. Well, no, that's 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 not like Jay. So Jay is more like the Billy Batson to to Demetrius. <laughs> to Demetrius Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I but look yes. forward. I look forward to our staff group on Facebook tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Destiny Two is coming, um, and I say uh, that's great. I I I can't wait. I look uh, forward to the improvements. I do as well. Maybe said, so, and when when we officially rebrand to Destiny Pixels starting in September, if it actually comes out in <laughs> September for three months. 
Next up, while Nintendo remains mostly mum on the issue of some of the left Joy-Con controllers <laughs> becoming desynced from the Switch console, it appears it has a solution for those affected. No, it's not avoidance of aquariums. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Or uh, all other wireless devices. Instead, it's apparently as simple as a foam sticker placed in the right spot. Um, early, re early reviews and later actual retail units of the Switch highlighted an apparent flaw in the games in the design of the left Joy-Con controller. Uh, sometimes it would uh, desync. Um, while a day one console update fixed the issue for some, it remained for others, and Nintendo has done little to assuage the uh, would-be consumers that it's solved the issue for good. So apparently, um, you can open your Joy-Con up and place a little foam pad in the controller, and that kind of clears the issue oh fix it that like that's what they're doing now like if you say if you if you complain oh and that's you send in Nintendo's your joy-con yes if you send in your joy-con for repair they're literally opening the controller putting a foam sticker in a particular spot on the controller and closing it up and sending it back to you and apparently that fixes it you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> uh, the best part of this story, the best part of this story, by the way, is that when asked when asked about this, you know, because obviously now, like like now, Nintendo's putting this, these foam pieces into the controllers that are being manufactured now and being shipped out. Um, they didn't call it a fix. No, no, uh, they called it quote a manufacturing variation, which sounds an awful lot. Like alternative facts to me. <laughs> I've I've never heard a more corporate jargon PC speak term in my life than oh no, it's not a fix because to call it a fix would be to admit that we fucked up in the first place. No, no, it is a manufacturing variation. Right. And they're not uh, belts. They're they're not straps. They're championships. <laughs> <laughs> they're not uh, pro wrestlers. They're superstars. I'm I'm happy that they that they fixed the problem, but just fucking own up to it, Nintendo. Jesus Christ! Like, just admit that you made a mistake. Yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> it is all right if you do that. Nah, you can't though, man. You can't. You admit you, you, once you admit defeat. Or no, admit you made a mistake. No, like, Ninten Nintendo. Nintendo is not Donald Trump. Like it's so. <laughs> it is okay for Nintendo to be like, you know what? We we own that one. We fucked up, but we fixed it. We'll we'll send you all little foam little foam patches that you can uh, that you can put your Joy Cons. I disagree. <laughs> I would argue that they are Donald Trump. No, I thought you were going to disagree on the. <laughs> I was no. like, wait a Terrence, Terrence with a with a turn, a heel turn out of because, nowhere. Because how many units did the Wii U sell? What, four million? Oh, wait, the Wii, oh, the Wii, 13 million. 13 million. 13 million units. How many, what would a majority of those units sold? Like Japan? No, about half and half between, half and half. between the U.S. Like, and, what, and Japan. 
so like in the gaming industry in in the US at least like mm. was it like a higher percentage of people that li- like like Nintendo or a lower percentage that still love Nintendo cuz Donald Trump is at 36% now right I don't know what is Nintendo not... at in the, in the US like I mean, there's there are a bunch now? of diehards that, that Nintendo can say and do whatever the fuck they want and they'll still buy into their bullshit I don't know, man, because then if like that, this Zelda game is kind of like the equivalent of if Donald Trump had somehow gotten universal health care through, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's the one caveat to my right. argument. <laughs> but I still Nintendo as as a as a as a company, they're Donald Trump to me now. Because they don't admit when they fuck up. Well, actually, no, that's not true, because they did it. They did apologize profu- profusely. When the games weren't released on time, but they still didn't try to get those games released on time anyway. They just kind of let them rock. I'm not going to say my catchphrase because everyone already knows it, and I don't feel like <laughs> saying it. And I just don't give a fuck about Nintendo enough to say it anymore. Well, you gotta, you got. I mean, you gotta leave the people wanting more. Yeah, that's show business. They put a little piece of foam to fix a fucking problem that they had, and then. It, it, Next story. I don't even. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tweak it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta tweak your, your, your catchphrase. Like Mm. fornic, Nintendo fornicate yourself or some shit like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you can't keep saying wuzzle wuzzle because people are wuzzle wuzzle wuzzle. wuzzle." (laughs) (laughs) Like for entertainment nowadays. Like wuzzle wuzzle. I was about to post that I haven't said it in a very long time. When uh, I mean, the, you have you have to say I, I I mean I guess if if you're if you're holding it in, you have to save it for a particularly egregious Nintendo story. That's true, but I just they've just I'm they're just not even on my radar anymore. Like I just have I don't fucking care about them. Apathy apathy is your new stance on Nintendo. Yeah, they're just whatever. They, they'll fuck up. People don't give a fuck. They'll fix your goddamn controller by shoving some foam up its ass. Like, whatever, man. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, this, this is stupid, dude. Like, oh, my goodness. Fine. Oh, Jesus that's fine. Christ. Uh, next up, uh, Jonathan Cooper is no stranger to speaking oh, I, out. Oh, you didn't see I deleted that one. Oh, okay, good. Because we already uh, kind of talked about it, so. Ba- ba- basically, the f- there, basically, there's nothing wrong with the faces in Mass Effect, guys. There is. Oh. Le- leave it alone. There is. I'm, I'm this close to fucking picket buying that shit. Look, look, <laughs> no, look, don't do it because I don't need you shitting on my parade. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna do. Uh, you don't know that. Terrence, I do I just, know that. I just, I just want to point out that friend of the show, Johnny Belfield. Yes. Um, straight shooter respected on both sides to borrow a uh, parlance <laughs> from another podcast that I'm a fan of. Um, has already like 100% in Mass Effect. That's so fu- I'm so Because jealous. he's a freak, apparently. How the fuck do you. The game just came out. Apparently, he amirred it. Yeah. <laughs> is that what we're going to call a platinum now? <laughs> I think, I think that's what we have to call it. it. Like, like if you platinum, if you platinum, or if you hundred percent a game within a week of its release, we're, we're going to call that. Uh, we're going to officially call that an Amir from now on. <laughs> that's fucking insane. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> oh that man, was fifty nine ninety nine. That's a free trial for this game. Hmm. Yeah, play the free trial 
so you can get whatever hate you need to get out of your system so that you won't have to with uh, the free trial do i get nigga fuck you not i'm not doing ea access for the free trial suck my dick oh come on <laughs> no come on it's five dollars to try mass effect see you won't it's... even do that that's how much i know you are going to shit on this game it says free trial five dollars ain't free nigga <laughs> i don't know what you're access. talking about no. uh, terrence for your five dollars you also get to play ufc 2 at your leisure unlimited <laughs> for a month <laughs> fyi it you said free, got, you it got said free access. microsoft money sitting on your account right now i actually don't <laughs> like i really don't i had it i don't know what the fuck i spent it on you know what good i don't want you playing it <laughs> it's fifty three ninety nine with EA access because I paid fu- fuck you fuck no get out of here no see look at that you've got nothing to lose except for five dollars because if you end up liking the game you can just does buy, the free end, trial end allow me to anyway. keep the character that I create yes. because I'm gonna yes, put quite yes, a bit of time it, in it literally is just a timed trial where you get to start you, you but what is it ten hours Micah you get it's to play 10 for ten hours, hours. There it's you go. ten hours and it unceremoniously will kick you out. I was playing a multiplayer game during that ten hour trial and it just said thank uh it just said you're too early to play this game. I'm like, God damn, like I couldn't log out first. Wouldn't even let me, it wouldn't even let me stay for breakfast. Jesus Christ. Wait, <laughs> God damn. Fine, take your money. You whore. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. The, the deluxe edition is $62.99 with EA access. You know what? You get a fucking pet gremlin if you uh, get that deluxe edition. You get a pie jack and you can make your car gold. That's cute. Yeah. You can make it gold. It's gold as shit, too. Yeah, it's like (laughs) it's like super gold, man. Like it's like not it's not like gold paint, like matte finish. No. That's like it's like like chrome plated gold. Right. All over. All gold, everything. That's not a free trial. <laughs> it's not. It's five ninety right. nine. You're it's right. It's not a free trial. So don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Uh, Nintendo uh, Switch keeps getting pricier with their third party games when Minecraft Story Mode, the complete adventure, comes to Nintendo Switch in June. It will cost forty bucks. Uh which puts the game up for pre um According to various retailers, which pushed the game up for a pre-order the other day, at that price, the game is $10 more on the Switch than it is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Wii U, and a price hike that's causing concern for many Switch owners. This is not the only game that apparently is suffering from this as well. Um, there's a new game that is called Rhyme, which is an indie adventure title that's going to be 30 bucks on everywhere except for the Switch, where it's going to be 40 bucks <laughs> as well. <laughs> on the on the inferior system, that's cute. <laughs> Again, I don't care. So apparently, this is happening like, because of production costs. Because obviously, you have to produce a unique cartridge that can only be used on one console for this game. Whereas on PS4 and Xbox One, you don't necessarily have that much overhead. Also, of course, the the cartridge is coated with a. Uh, with a bittering agent so that people don't swallow their switch cartridges, apparently. And the reason, the reason that the price point is the same 
by the way, is because uh, like like the reason like people are like, oh, why if you buy it on digital, why isn't it cheaper? Because apparently Nintendo has a marketing agreement in place um, to protect their retail partners that require a game to have the same MSRP uh, for on digital as it does in uh in hard copy format. Which is which is standard across the industry as well, by the way. Like PlayStation and Microsoft do do the same thing as well. Yeah. But uh well, but what they do is they have a bunch they always have a ton of sales on those digital games. They do. They're constantly having sales on digital games. To kind of offset that kind I guess. But yeah, see if Nintendo does that shit. No. Cause it's Nintendo. And this whose is... fucking fault is it that they decide they wanted to use little ass fucking mini cartridges? Well, Whatever, I mean, you, they kind of had to if you're going to make a system that hey. can that can be on the go as well. Mm, I mean, it's either it's either that or you go all digital. That's like those are your really your only two your only two options. People well, are pissed, man. Little, I'm pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure you can make. Don't they have the technology to make smaller discs? Yeah, but but from a, like dude, like with I don't know data on them. You had sure. a PSP, right? I did. They had the like, UMDs. Right. The loading times on that was not not good. Like, not good at all. If I recall correctly. They were. Yeah, they weren't, um, <laughs> they weren't uh, great. They weren't yeah, you're right. They weren't, but still. All right. Well, then there's the question, right? Like, essentially, so, so you guys are saying you won't do it. You won't pay more for... Um, well, but see, that's and that, and that's going to lead us into our question of the week because we we basically asked you guys what's more important to you, paying the lowest price or paying it on the console that you want. For me, it's actually paying, playing it on the console. Like like if there was a game that I felt better playing, like like if I wanted to have it with me on the go as opposed to just having it on my PlayStation, then I'd probably be really pissed about it. But I'd still probably end up forking the money over because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Like the people that only own the Switch, I don't know who you people are. You're crazy, but yeah, if they want to play the game, they're just going to shell out the extra fucking money, right? I well, guess. Well, yeah, I mean, if you don't have a choice, but I, I would if you imagine don't have a choice. That's one thing, but we're talking and, about people with a choice. Like, but if, if I you have to... the ability for compatibility, for uh, goddamn, what's the word? Portability, or mm-hmm. just being able to play it at your house. Ten bucks extra for portability. Or just a regular price as everything else to play it at home. I mean, I'd pay, really for wanna, the, I'd pay for the portability. The extra ten dollars for it, depending on Dep- the, depending on the game. On the yeah. game I, I, I mean, you're talking to the guy that bought two copies of Mass Effect. Like, yeah, uh, you, of course, you I'm don't you don't count as far as <laughs> as far as financial questions go. You sit down, just. Stay out of the conversation. Mike, Mike, Mike is living large <laughs> off that densepixels.com slash Amazon money. Buying his two copies of Mass Effect. Four That's not where using the dollar. money for. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you're not the best person to ask. Because you're about to get a Wii U or Wii Fit or a Switch or whatever the fuck it is. Let's I would love yes, to get Switch. one, but they're not available anywhere, Nintendo. guess I guess they don't like the black man's money. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, but like if 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 I only bought it on one, all things being equal, um, yeah, I'd pay that extra ten bucks just to be able to play it on the go. It's a bitter pill, though, man. It's a really it bitter is. pill to have to swallow. It is, 
But um, so what you're saying is you're going to to just carry that switch around when you finally purchase it. Um, where are you gonna play it? At work, probably on the toilet. It. That's not. That doesn't seem like a lot of time. Uh, you don't take proper like bathroom breaks then at work then, Terrence. Yeah, <laughs> you, you must really love your job. <laughs> I don't have an issue with it. I could be in that motherfucker I mean, for. I could be in that motherfucker for a half an hour. <laughs> Easy. Well, I, I, I was my stomach was not agreeing with me today, so I was kind of in that motherfucker for a half an hour today. Nah, like I could be but, in there chilling. Yeah, I technically I could have been in there chilling. They wouldn't give a fuck as long exactly. as I didn't work. But, but that's only thirty minutes. Like I could probably sit at my fucking desk and play the shit, and they wouldn't give a fuck. Like I'm on Facebook half the time at work. But oh, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, slacker, not 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 a hard go getter like Jay. That nigga does four hours of work a month, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'd pay the ten. No. Cause I wouldn't, ca- I wouldn't want to carry that fucking thing around with me. It's too big for me personally. I don't know. I would just no. I wouldn't pay the extra. Plus, it's Nintendo too. No. Nope. Would you pay? You have an Xbox and a PlayStation. Yes. Would no. you? Would you play? Would you pay ten dollars more to play a game that you know you want? On an on an Xbox, like if a game is sixty bucks on an Xbox, and but it's on sale this week for fifty bucks on PlayStation, would you pay the extra ten dollars because it's on a controller that you prefer, or would you go the cheaper route? Mm. Is it multiplayer? There it is. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, divide by zero, there, Terrence. No, is it a multiplayer game? <laughs> It's a game that you want to play. No, it's got it's that's that's going to be the deal breaker. It that's that's going to weigh heavily on my decision. It's a single player game. No, you won't do it. You were playing on the on you were playing on the PlayStation. I would probably end up playing it on the shitty controller. Yes, you would probably no. You would probably just not play it. Like you just said it was something that I wanted to buy. I don't know. When he, when he first answered that question, that, that, that like three seconds of silence spoke volumes to me. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Is it, if it's multiplayer, then yeah, I'd pay the extra 10 bucks to play on, on Xbox One because all of my friends are on Xbox One. And it's, and the Xbox One has a better multiplayer experience. But that, and, but that's to, that's to the point, right? Like everyone has their thing that, they would pay that extra ten bucks for. The only thing for the switch would be the portability, though. I mean, I mean that's like a, the that controller. Can be a big deal, the controller is fucking deal. trash. Like, that's like, a big deal. But that's a big deal for people who buy that system. You know I, what I mean? Is it like What's that? The percentage of people the, that actually walk around with that fucking thing, as opposed to sitting in, the ha- in their house. I want to know who actually. You're getting you're getting too literal with the analogy. Like, Am I? Uh, yes. Yes. God you damn are. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. trying to point out. As, I'm just trying to point by, out. That by the way, I, limit. Ter- Terrence is getting too literally literal with the analogy, as many of you did when you responded to the question <laughs> oh, of the week, because a few a few of your responses did not go in the direction that I was intending <laughs> when I uh, when I posed this question. 
Uh, but we're going to read them anyway, because that's just the kind of guys that we are. Terrence Gully, I mean, Cam Carpenter, I mean, <laughs> Cam says, look, I'm not buying shit on the Switch if I can get it on the Xbox One or PS4. The games could be cheaper on the Switch, and I would still buy them on the other, uh, on the other better systems. <laughs> they should be cheaper on the Switch, I'm just saying. <laughs> Stewart says, if the games are the same in all respects, then I would buy them for the lowest price. The experience wouldn't be all that different, no matter what some people who make up slanderous claims of certain consoles controllers being terrible might say. I know, man. Yeah. What the fuck is their problem? I don't know. It's I, I, I just hate the Xbox controller, guys. What can I say? What can I say? I don't uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> Amir Platinum in a week says, uh, honestly... Playing games on my Switch, I don't feel, I don't really feel any sense of accomplishment. Uh, there, with there being no trophies or achievement system, I don't, I don't feel rewarded or anything when I solve a shrine or beat a boss. So, if I have the op- if I have the option to buy the game on a different console, I'm doing it just for that reason only. <laughs> God damn, that's fine. I mean, it's it it does. We we didn't really talk about the lack of an achievement system, but it is a little staggering at this at this junction. Yeah, it's always fun to hear that. whether it be on a PlayStation Four or an Xbox. When you hear that little tone when you get an achievement, you get a little hype. You know, like, oh shit, what I get? And then there's something real dumb, like you press the button sixty times. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you advance fine. the plot. Well, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a hollow victory, but I'll take it. <laughs> but I'll take it anyway. It's fucking 10 <laughs> points. It adds to my goddamn gamer score. Fuck you. I want 100,000 points. I'm close. I'm 5,000 away or 4,600 something away. I should have like almost 200,000, but we don't need to talk about that. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Go says, on. <laughs> Anthony says, uh, Nintendo Switch games and the new shoes I... <laughs> Nintendo playing Nintendo Switch games and the new shoes and I have to go back to have to go back on my phone to the end and the game doesn't even work at the moment. This answer brought to you by <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Say, what the fuck? Like I know it's kind of later than usual, but I thought I was stroking out, man. It's like what the you got, huh? <laughs> if, Malcolm says. If I bought a Switch, and I do mean if, I'd return that dumpster fire and get an Xbox One or sell it straight, <laughs> sell it for straight cash, homie. Uh, much like a baby. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't. <laughs> I bought that straight on? cash, homie. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Gaston says, it depends on the game, to be honest. For a Shovel Knight or a. Shantae's got a man at home or <laughs> a game that I know I will like. I don't know. I wanna, actually want to play that game. Shantae's got a man whatever. at home? No. <laughs> sure. Yes, That's that one. That particular one. <laughs> uh, I don't mind paying a little extra to pay on the platform I'm most comfortable with. But if it's a game that I'm on the fence about or just want to experiment with, then I'll get the cheaper copy for sure. However, right now, I'm just trying to get things uh for the switch so that i'll have downloaded games ready uh to play when i go out uh kojak says look it could have been mass effect gta 6 or madden 18 in a bundle for 20 dollars, and i wouldn't buy a switch 
<laughs> I would rather buy a Sonic game than the Switch. Hashtag not carry. Um, to which carry says, yeah, okay, bro. Uh, someone- she made. <laughs> Again, someone taking the analogy way too literally. <laughs> <laughs> Why you mad, though? Uh, Rashawn says, first, fuck the Switch. I hope all... I- <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm not really. I'm, I'm just fucking with you, man. First, fuck the switch. I hope all the Joy-Con controllers get recalled by the time E3 gets here. Secondly, if I can get a good indie game on a console I already have, why would I pay more for that game just to have it on the Switch when I can get it uh, on two better consoles at a lower price point? Finally, if the game. Uh, if the game can be bought at a lower price on a different system, on on a different systems, <laughs> w- what makes the more what makes the more special? It's not special. The, <laughs> it's not special. The only way you increase the price on a game that's that is an indie is. If you make a deal to have it be exclusively Nintendo so that you can only get this indie game from them and if you want if you want it bad enough you will pay for it in the long run unless they turn out to be like either indie games that have so much potential <laughs> but <laughs> but failed at cough cough no man's sky cough cough also oh, Terrence, sorry for the spiders it was fucked up, man. <laughs> Goddamn video. He I ain't played a video. That shit too. He did tag me that shit. Everybody I ain't played does. a video. Everybody does. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Fucking assholes. Anyway. Xavier says, let's be real. If I had a Switch and a game was also on the vastly superior PS4 for a cheaper price, come on, there isn't a question. Now, if the game had an interesting feature that takes advantage of the Switch system, that isn't on the PS4 version, then maybe I'd buy the more expensive Switch version. But see, I think what I think we needed to really qualify this because, you know, yeah, instead, I'm instead, of the about Switch, a, instead of the Switch, I should have put your console of of preference. Yeah, basically, because people think the Switch and people know that the Switch is underpowered, so they're like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not going to buy something that's underpowered." We're talking about all things being equal. Like every everything, the game looks the same no matter what console it's on. Um, but you know, some people, uh, you know, Terrence has developed a a huge congregation, of the <laughs> Church of Fuck Nintendo. So don't look at me. I ain't. They might, I ain't got nothing. We could we could we could we could even call this the the Fuck Nintendo Caucus in the uh, in the Dead <laughs> Pixels Dead <laughs> Pixels listenership. <laughs> Brad says, I have a Switch and don't own a PS4 or Xbox, so my answer is obvious. But then I'm probably not a real gamer like the other 1.5 million Switch owners. Sad emoji. How uh, do you have a Switch and nothing else? That's just weird. Brad. It's not a gamer. It's like, <laughs> probably better just because. Rude. Like, I remember. <laughs> Mark says, the bigger question is the portability. I would not be happy about paying the extra, but there is game, but there is games I bought on 3DS rather than another system because I wanted to have them portable. I think the same thing would apply here. <clears throat> Trey says, 
it would make me buy it on a con- on a different console. I'm I'm trying to be nice to Nintendo, but these dudes is pissing me off more than the fact that uh, Bang Bang starts start game guy is still around. I, I don't know, know what that means. I, I'm I'm too old to know what that is. Is he, is he talking about hip hop gamer? Oh, the, yo, yeah, I think he is. is he? <laughs> I think he is. Yeah, I, all right, yeah. Trey is talking about hip hop gamer, and yes, I think that dude is still around. He's been around forever. Like, I, mm, all right. Bang Fuck bang that. start game. I I, I I think I think Trey got his catch his catchphrase wrong, which is of course shots fired, because <laughs> Get, all right. I guess Some Fifty Cent needed a career to fall back on after the rap career didn't work out. Oh, don't insult Fifty Cent like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's that true. Is that is completely unfair considering he's become like a fucking legit like TV producer at this point. Right, he's a TV producer and, and uh, <laughs> vitamin water mogul. <laughs> this dude's in his basement talking about video games like the rest of us. Um, hey, Terry says, I'm, I think- I'm on the second floor of my house. Thank you very much. <laughs> talking about video games. I mean, technically, I'm on the second floor of my house. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, I think what's obnoxious is the fact that they'll do a digital release on the Switch also at the higher price. There's no fucking reason for that beyond gouging the audience. The reasons for Switch titles being that uh, that much extra seems bonkers to me. Are the carts really that much more expensive to produce than Blu-ray discs to warrant a full $10 upcharge? I fucking doubt it. Ultimately, what it comes down to, though, is convenience. Is $10 extra worth the convenience of being able to take the game wherever I want to go? I think that'll largely be uh, on by on a game-by-game basis, personally. Did did Kerry just approach criticism of Nintendo? <laughs> like I like I don't want to I don't want to fully say that she criticized them, but that that came awful close to the line. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't quite hit Nintendo with that baseball, but it whiz, it, whiz, it whiz by their head. Yeah. Mark says, by the way, Micah, when I mentioned the comment reader on that other unnamed show. I meant great value, Eric Rowan. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's fucking funny, That's, man. That's pr- <laughs> I like some people oh have God. no idea how funny that shit is. Oh, man. my God. God damn. And, and considering that Eric Rowan himself is like a great value version of somebody else, like that's really. <laughs> That is really a, a low blow. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you always <laughs> leave the comment section smiling. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'd be okay with the higher price point for indie games if the extra cash went to, to those development companies. But I think it'll find its way into Nintendo's pockets. The thing about today's indie developers is they have a chance to become tomorrow's AAA ones. So I'll support them if they come out with some interesting shit. There is a chance I'll never get a Switch, but if I had one, it would depend on where the extra goes. If I found out that, if I found out it just fills Reggie's uh, body ready lotion stockpile, uh, I'd say fuck this and get it on PS4 or Vita. Wow. That is, I mean, that's just insult injury right there. 
Uh, yes, I have one. No, I haven't had a compelling reason to play. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ain't lying. Uh, oh, and Jack says uh, he'll own the name Great Value Eric Rowan. So you know what that means, Terrence. You're going to have to refer to him on Thursday as Great Value Eric Rowan. <laughs> oh, just, just, just shorten it. Just call him G- GVER from now on. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Our buddy Justin says, oh, no, $10. If this were really a huge deal, no one would ever buy games on a console. No, look, I'm sorry. Yes, you <laughs> save money on games for PC, but you have to pay that money to upgrade your graphics card every six months. <laughs> or your audio hey, card. Justin, <laughs> out of here. Come on now. Uh, thank you for <clears throat> um, visiting us. Off of your PC plateau, coming down here, <laughs> coming coming Hanging down out. from the mountaintop to coming interact down. with us, plebes. Yeah, uh, Joshua says, if it's between five and ten dollars, then it's no big deal. But if it's like fifteen plus, then I would expect to see some Switch only content. I agree with that. Uh, Mark says something for Terrence to watch while you read the comments, <laughs> uh, and then he posts a Yahtzee review of uh, the Switch and the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I don't think I've seen that one, so I have to watch it. A uh, Yahtzee it's pretty review? Pretty funny. Zero punctuation. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark this one for later because uh, I did not realize that they that they did one yet. So uh, the guy's name is Yahtzee. That's why. Oh, uh, okay. Yahtzee. Uh, George says, if I owned a Switch, that'd mean I was fine with spending almost $400 to play Zelda. Obviously, fiscal responsibility isn't an attribute that I possess. <laughs> oh, that, that make, that, <laughs> let's say that that makes you uh, very in common with another guy I know who might be <laughs> on the other side of one of these microphones. Uh, of course, I'd be fine with playing triple, uh, with paying triple A, playing, <laughs> of course, I'd be fine with paying triple A price for quote my or for my name is mayo insert terrence's catchphrase here see the people love it man the people love mm. it that's just that's just gonna harden his resolve yeah no it's good you know you gotta you gotta you gotta break it out when they least expect it Jawan says bitch i know the guacamole is actually <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somebody spent one too many afternoons at Chipotle. Apparently. Yeah, like, uh, like, that's an extra 213. Bitch, I know it's extra. That's funny, man. Everyone should do that at the next town they go to Chipotle. <laughs> it's like I'm quoting a friend of mine. That's all. Jokes aside, as I type my reply as I stand here uh, at my bus stop, I've got two media devices on my person. My Samsung Galaxy C4 bomb and my Switch. So there's your answer. Did you did you guys see the news story that apparently Samsung's going to sell some of those Note 7s refurbished? Fuck out of here. Nah, yo. Nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> people mad. People, people tell me I'm with the cult of Apple and all that shit, man. First of all, it's a phone. And second of all, my phone won't blow up. Catch fire, whatever they, those fucking things did. Ricky says, I have to say no. I would not pay extra for a game I can play on a PS4. Uh, I have more friends playing on PS4, which was one of the reasons I finally picked one up in November 2015. The last console I owned was the Nintendo 60. Whoa. 
the Nintendo 64, I want to be able to play those games with friends, none of which have bought or even thinking about buying a, buying the Switch. Jax says, Nintendo fans will buy anything. With that said, I'd go ahead and buy the Xbox or PS4 versions unless there was some cool and interesting portable feature that I just couldn't live without. And Carl says, it all depends on the game. I'm not... I'm not buying a game like Street Fighter on the Xbox, even if it's cheaper, because playing a game like that with a clunky-ass Xbox controller is like trying to jerk off with a latex glove filled with feta cheese. (laughs) What the fuck? That was oddly specific. (laughs) Carl's a writer, guys. Like That's why he can come up with these like really like weird but accurate metaphors. Uh, so it all depends on the game itself and if the Switch is the best platform to play it on. Uh, did I miss anybody? No, I think I think you got them all. Excellent. Thank you, everyone, for yes. uh, your responses. Not only do you provide content for this show, but you all are very funny. Yes. Well, good news, bad news. Um, bad news is we're not going to have a question of the week next week, but that is because on next week's show, we, of course... We'll be doing what we always do uh, this time of year, and that is reviewing WrestleMania, uh, which occurs next week in sunny Orlando, Florida. This will be this is our third uh, our third time doing this. This WrestleMania is where that whole thing started a couple of years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, because of that, we'll probably have a slightly abridged video game portion of the show. Because as Terrence alluded to, otherwise we'd be recording for like three hours, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so we will we will we will probably have a very uh very narrow view for the docket next week and only hit the biggest stories. Um and yeah, like I so said, no question of the week because we're gonna be talking about wrestling for a couple uh, like an hour probably or more. Um but yeah, so look forward to that next week, as many of you do, I'm sure. wrestling fans and non wrestling fans alike, I think look forward to our wrestling reviews. So There you go. Very good time. Uh, make sure you visit our gaming group on Facebook. It's densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, lots of awesome conversation in there at all at all times. Uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will, of course, read it on the air if you do leave that for us verbatim. Um, Facebook and Twitter at densepixels is where you can follow us on social media. Our website, of course, is densepixels.com. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're using iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or any podcatcher that you use to listen to us. And, of course, you can also follow us on Twitch. I am densepixelsbrad. Terrence is apparition410. Micah is denseblacknerd. And Carrie is sup, it's Carrie. Um... I'll also tell you guys to pay attention to the channel, like like the Nerpot, like TNP Studios channels in general, especially next week, because um, we have some cool things that we will be, I think, revealing next week for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, April, yeah, we have a we have a big announcement in April. Yes, uh, coming. We got a new Excellent. episode of Black on Black Cinema coming out. It is very good. Oh, what was yeah. it, what was it on? Uh, a movie called Burning Sands, which is uh, about um, uh, violent hazing at an HBCU, and uh, it's very good. It's a very good movie. It's a very good conversation, and um, it's really funny, and you'll really enjoy it. And then uh, what else? We released a new episode of Men with the Golden Tongues last week as well. Yep. Um, also. All I'm going to say is make sure you listen to Look Forward this week 
because it's going to be a notable episode, and you might find someone there who you never thought you'd expect to see on that particular podcast. <laughs> so, like I said, make sure you uh, keep your eyes open for that one as well. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Until then, see ya. See ya. Take it easy.